In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today is the first Sunday of the month of Abib. And during this month, we celebrate the feast of our fathers, the apostles, on Abib 5th in which actually we celebrate the martyrdom of St. Peter and St. Paul. That's why the reading of all the month of Abib, the reading of the Sundays of the month of Abib, are about ministry and service. So today actually is the commission of the 70 or the 72. As you know, the Lord Jesus Christ first called the 12 and sent them. Then he called the 70 and sent them. And he gave them many commandments. The first commandment He told them, the harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. So the first commandment is to pray and to ask God to send servants. All the times, actually, Uh, the church is in need of servant. Servant who consecrate themselves completely to the service or even servant who partially consecrate themselves to the service. We can find servant and we can appoint anyone but the Lord said no. Ask the Lord of Harvest to send laborers. Because not everyone actually is qualified to serve. The Lord is the one who qualifies and the Lord is the one who equips the people to serve. So when we ask God, and God actually sent the servants. These servants actually will help to, uh, the service to pr- prosper and grow. Because sometimes we have servants who are obstacles to the growth of the service. And this because we did not ask God. Maybe we chose them based on loyalty, based on friendship, based on uh, their uh, reputation among the community, etc. But if we ask God and actually uh, insisted that no one will serve unless he is appointed by God through the life of prayer, then we'll have faithful and 
wise servant. In Matthew chapter 10, before the Lord sends the twelve, we read that he spent the whole night in prayer. The whole night he spent in prayer so that those servants will be appointed by God. But here there is another question. The Lord said the harvest is truly great and the laborers are few. In spite of this, the Lord sent them two by two. If he sent the seventy two by two, then he sent them to thirty-five places. But if he sent them individually, he will send them into 70 places. When we wonder why the Lord sent them two by two, although he said the harvest truly is great, maybe it's wise to send them one by one. But when he sent them two by two, to support one another. As we read in the scripture, two are better than one. And there are many challenges in the ministry. So when two are serving together, they can support one another. Also, when two work together and serve together, it needs humbleness so that they can uh, be able to serve together. Because each one has his own opinion, has his own vision, has his own school in service. But when two together, they need to be humble in order to be able to work together in harmony. That's why the Lord actually send them two by two. After this, the Lord told them, Behold, I send you as lambs among wolves. The Lord did not actually make the service to sound very easy and no challenges in it and no problems in it. But he told them, Behold, I send you out as lambs among wolves. What do you expect if a lamb goes among wolves? We expect to be devoured by the wolf. And this implies that when you are going to serve the Lord, don't expect an easy service. There are challenges, and these challenges may end in martyrdom and shedding the blood, as happened to most of the apostles. Maybe in, in the twelve, the only one who was not martyred was St. John, but all of them were martyred. But I like what St. Ignatius 
said about this verse. St. Ignatius said, God sent us as lambs among wolves, so that the wolves devour us. And they, when they devour us, the wolves themselves will turn into lambs. And we can see this in the book of Acts, how St. Stephen was a lamb among wolves, those who stoned him to death. And one of them was St. Paul before his conversion, who actually approved the stoning of St. Stephen. But this image of St. Stephen being stoned and praying to God, asking God not to hold them accountable or don't charge them with this sin. This image was in St. Paul, in St. Paul's mind. And this was one of the goods that the Lord used to pierce the heart of St. Paul. And St. Paul, who was a wolf, devoured St. Stephen. Now he became a lamb, like St. Stephen. And he was martyred for the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Behold, I send you as lambs among wolves. Then the following instruction was to trust the Lord. Don't trust anything else. Sometimes people, when they start ministry, maybe one of the first questions they ask, what is the budget for this ministry? And if the budget is zero, then they will say, how can I serve? But actually, the budget for the ministry of the apostles was actually zero, nothing. And the Lord told them, carry neither money bag, sack, nor sandals. So there was no budget. And this was a lesson to trust God, to put all their trust in God in the ministry. And God will provide. When they returned, the Lord asked them a question. When I sent you, did you need anything? And the answer was no. God provided to them in a miraculous way. And some fathers actually reflected on carry neither money bag, sack, nor sandals. So, in the story of St. Mark, you know in the story when he went to Egypt and his sandal was torn. If St. Mark had another sandal, then he would actually throw away the torn one and use the other one. But St. Mark, because he obeyed the Lord Jesus Christ, 
and did, did not have another sandal with him. So he started looking for someone to fix his sandal, to repair the sandal for him. And he met Inyanus. And this meeting with Inyanus was the spark that started the ministry in Egypt. Inyanus became later on the second pope of Alexandria, and his house became the first church in Alexandria. So here we can see the fruit of obedience. He obeyed God and did not carry another thunder with him. And because of his obedience, this actually helped the ministry. He met the right person who became the successor of St. Mark, and his house became the first church in Alexandria. Then the Lord told them, and greet no one along the road. The message here, don't let anything to distract you from your goal. Many times, we are distracted from our ministry. God called us to serve him and to call the people to reconcile with God. This is actually the focus of the ministry. As St. Paul said, we are the ambassadors of Christ. We call you to be reconciled with God. And our ministry is a ministry of reconciliation, to reconcile the people with God. That's why the ordination of the priest and the ordination of the deacons are done after the reconciliation prayer to indicate that the goal of the ministry is to reconcile people with God. Many times we are distracted, distracted from this goal with so many uh, activities that has nothing to do with the goal. And we keep ourselves busy and distracted without focusing on the goal of the ministry, which is the salvation of everyone and the reconciliation with God. That's why the Lord told them, greet no one along the road. Then the Lord told them, but whatever house you enter, first say, peace to this house. And the Lord here want to tell them, your ministry is ministry of peace. Your message is message of peace. The servant of the Lord should be peacemaker and should grant everyone the message of peace from the Lord. That's why in the Divine Liturgy, several times, Abuna says, Irini Pasi, which means peace to all. Again, this work as a reminder to us that our ministry is ministry of peace. Some servants, when actually they start serving, 
they cause problem and they cause trouble and they cause division and they cause confusion among the people. Instead of the people come to the church or instead of the students come to Sunday school classes and live with peace in their heart, instead of coming tired and carrying burdens and then they leave from the church with peace in their heart. Sometimes the opposite may happen because of the way the servant conduct himself. That's why the Lord said, when you enter any house, say to this house, peace be with you. But the question here, what if the people in the house are not peaceful? They are troublemakers. How should I handle this situation? The Lord told us it's not your business. This is my actual responsibility. Go and give the message of peace. And if a son of peace is there, your peace will rest on it. If not, if there is no son of peace in this house, then your peace will return to you. But this is my responsibility. You go without examining who deserves the peace and who does not. Go and give the message of peace to everyone. Those who are children of peace will receive it. Those who are not, then the peace will return back to you. Also the Lord gave them another uh, message very important for the servant, which is to be content. He told them, the laborers is worthy of his wages. Do not go from house to house, but remain in the same house, eating and drinking such things as they give. So here the message is the message of contentment. Whatever they provide to you, take it and be thankful to the Lord. Don't move from house to house looking for a better house, a better host that he can accommodate you better than the previous house. Be content. And St. Paul in Philippians chapter 4, he spoke about how he trained himself to be content in any situation he goes through. He says, I learned how to be content. I learned how to be hungry and how to be full. I learned how to be abased and how to abound. Then he said, I did all of this. I can do all things in Jesus Christ who strengthens me. Contentment is a very important uh, also virtue in ministry. Because people who are not content, they actually they will be looking for a better Sunday school class, a better uh, church, and they will move from place to place in order 
to satisfy their hunger to uh, a better place for themselves. And if they are not content, they will never find this better place. Because when they go to another place, they will look to a, a better place and, and so on. But the Lord here told them, be content. When the Lord, the Holy Spirit said, sent Barnabas and, and uh, Paul to this ministry, they did not say, no, but want to go to this country instead of this country. They were content. Uh, so it is a ministry uh, of contentment. There are many points, but uh, the last point I will mention here. When the Lord told them, uh, say to the people, the kingdom of God has come near to you. So again, the message is the message of repentance. The kingdom of God has come near to you. Either to accept this kingdom by life of repentance, and then you will have heavenly inheritance, or to reject this kingdom. And if you reject this kingdom, then the person will remain in the kingdom of darkness, kingdom of Satan. So it is a choice of everyone to choose either the kingdom of God or the kingdom of darkness and death. Those who choose the kingdom of God by believing in the Lord Jesus Christ and living the life of repentance, then they will inherit the heavenly inheritance. Those who reject the kingdom of God, and rather they stay in the kingdom of darkness and kingdom of death, they choose for themselves eternal condemnation. the Lord actually, over the ages, from actually Old Testament until now, is sending all the time prophets, apostles, clergy, servants, in order to serve us, in order to guide us to the way of salvation. And the message is a message of peace, message of repentance, message of healing. That is the message that the Lord is sending us. It is up to us whether to accept it or to reject it. If we accept it, we'll be among the children of God. If we reject it, these people will be in the kingdom of Satan. It is our choice how to respond to the commission of the servant, how to respond to the message that the Lord is sending us through his servants. Glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.